Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, this is fun. We're into our fifth episode now. And um, you might, uh, if you've been listening from the beginning, you might notice that we sound a little bit clearer <laughs> right now. <clears throat> for the re- why, why do we sound clearer, Anna Marie? Um, we sound clearer because, unbeknownst to us, um, we had our microphones turned around the wrong Backwards, way. Backwards, yeah. yes. We've yeah. been speaking into the wrong side of our brand new microphones. So, well, yes, I, I brand, believe... brand new, but not so brand new. I mean, we've been using them like this for a while. Well, yeah, but I mean, these are... <laughs> oh, they're, they're relatively know, new, yes. New but... to us this year. And, Funny uh, that it just dawned on us. Oh, yeah, that I can't believe it. But we kept saying, "Why do we? Why do you I, sound like you're a little I, bit I, echoey?" I, or I tried you're, so you know, many things. We did and constantly. Then I just, the other day when we were recording, I was kind of speaking into the side of it, and I was like, "Why do I sound?" Wait a minute, and I spun it around, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Okay, <laughs> but so going forward, um, we should sound we a should sound more clear. a little bit better. Yes. So <laughs> let's get that out of the way anyway. So. We figured we would uh, kick off this episode uh, the same way we have with the other ones, with some games that are new to our collection. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is Blitzkrieg from PSC Games. It's Paolo oh, Mori's Paolo Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. Because, yeah, if you, just, if you go into BGG or Google or anything and you type in Blitzkrieg board game, there's like a thousand of them. So this one is, is Paolo Mori's Blitzkrieg. It's World War II in 20 minutes. Yeah, and we we haven't played it yet. I have been waiting to play this game. Like yes. it's, I've I've seen it and I keep seeing it, and I I've been actually I was going to get it for you for Christmas, but you jumped <laughs> the gun and bought it. I tend to spoil that <laughs> stuff a lot. Um, I just see something and I'm like ah, purchase. But um, yeah, and this one, from what we understand, it's a uh, bag builder. Right, so you're you're putting tokens in your bag, and then you're pulling tokens to do various things. But apparently, it's super thematic. Oh yeah, I've yeah. heard I've heard it described as like like just an awesome World War II game that you actually feel super immersed, and that you feel the not stress, but like you actually feel like you're in the battle yeah. and and doing it, and to be able to capture that in 20 minutes when you know mo- the majority of war games are a lot longer than that. I guess at least the ones that that do it this well so i'm super excited to to give that one a try yeah i agree i i think um i love the the theme i love world war ii it yeah. fascinates me and it always has so um and it's another two-player only so i'm you know i'm always down for that it's always good to have uh some great only two-player two players, games yeah. designed that way so yeah we're looking forward to playing paulo mori's blitzkrieg uh shortly but we have not got to it yet. And it does have the Dice Tower Seal of Excellence on it. So, that's, I mean, that's a pretty, you know... That's, that's where I first heard about uh, it. Spookum thing to have on your box, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I was so. watching one of their um, their episodes, and I yeah, saw it on right, there. Yeah. And I think I have saw it on there quite a bit, so... Yeah, and it only just came uh, in onto the shelf here. Like yeah. It's, it's been unavailable for, for a while. Forever. And every, I keep I kept looking. I'm like, I want to get it. I yeah. want to get it. So it finally came in and we grabbed it. We snagged one up as soon as we saw it. But yeah, so that's Blitzkrieg. Um, the second game that we we got lately uh, was Cockroach Poker Royal from Dry Majer Games, which I believe was Three, three Wizards. 
No, uh, ma- the magicians. three magicians. Three magicians. We in, looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The three magicians, I believe, is what it is in German. And yeah. uh, magier or magier definitely makes a lot more sense to be magicians than wizards. Yes. <laughs> Not wit, wazier. Yeah, no, it's it's magier. So I guess it's magicians, but it's um, we didn't play the original cockroach. No, I have not. I've been looking for this game forever, and I just saw this version sitting on the shelf the other day, and I grabbed it. And I actually almost picked that up a few times. It's like ah, I've heard this one is good. Yeah, and then I I didn't. I put it back down, but I guess it allowed you to 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 discover it there. Like oh, this is here. (laughs) Yeah, and there was only the one copy, and I was like oh goodness, I'm taking this. This is only like nine dollars yeah, or something. It's not very expensive, and, which is nice. Um, it's it's so we hadn't played the original, but I, as far as I understand, the way the game works is you are you are trying to bluff your opponents. Super bluffing game. Yeah, it's just bluff, bluff, bluff. So what you do is you're passing. So, so if you don't like bluffing, suits. probably not a game for you. No, no, if you don't like <laughs> bluffing, this is all about bluffing. And in this game, there's about six or seven suits, and there's cockroaches, frogs, rats, uh, scorpions. The beetles, flies, stink bug, things like this, and and those are the different suits. And there's also going to be versions of those suits wearing crowns. Right. And what you're trying to do, uh, as far as I'm aware, is you're trying to. So the first player is going to draw a card, and he's going to send it over to the player next to them, face down, and say something like "rat." This is a rat, and it's up to that player to decide whether or not they want to. Agree with me that it's a rat or call my bluff that it's a rat. And if the player makes the right call, so if I send it to you and I say it's a rat and it's not, and you say, no, you're bluffing, and you look at it and reveal that it's not a rat, it was a, it was a cockroach, I have to take that card back into my... And you put it face up in front of Face up in think. front of me. Now I've collected that card. So you're trying not to collect cards. You're trying to make your... Yeah, because... I think once you get four of a kind, yeah. you lose. As soon lose. as you have four of a kind, you lose. Yeah. Yes. Like four of anything, whether they have crowns or not. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's the one difference between this version versus the original version is the crowns. So you can pass a card saying, it's royal. Oh. And so that may or may not be true. And if it is, or if you get it wrong and you end up adding that royal card, that royal card could be one of any of the things. And the royal versions still count towards yeah. your your thing so if i know that you've got you know things going on like if you've got three cockroaches and i can send you a card and it's a a royal cockroach and i have to say it's royal and you're like mm, i don't think so and then, there's only one there's one, only of, one each, of each each yes. animal or each insect that is royal right yeah there's only yeah one of each suit i believe suit yeah be and the proper um, terminology. if i send that to you like, no <laughs> there's not likely it's not royal um you could, and you pick it up, and it is royal, boom, you add it to your tableau, yeah. and you're done. But the other thing is, you can either, you can either as the person that's uh, trying to make a decision on the card, you can also, instead, pass it on. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. That's so what you'll yeah. do is you'll, you'll peek at it, and, you make, and then you, you can make your own call on it. You can, do you get to peek at it? Yeah, you get to peek at Are it. Are you sure? As far as I know, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it said in the rules. You get to peek at it. And you say, hmm. um... We'll have to rule check that one. <laughs> I think you can. And uh, either way, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And you send it on its way to the next person. And um, that person then gets to decide. So if I said it was a rat, and you look at it, 
and you, and then you say it's a cockroach to the next person they've got to decide which one of us is lying or are both of us lying or like who's telling the truth and it's up to them to try and figure it out like it's it's not an easy thing to figure no. out you're going to end up with a lot of cards in front of you you just want to be the like you don't want to be the first person with four of a kind yeah and yeah and then so if you're playing a three player game that third person has to make a decision on it they can't pass it back to the yeah, to if you're the, the last owner. person to get the card you yeah, have to make the decision to. yeah it so can't it's just, go back to the original sounds like a, a oh, silly yeah. just a fun silly, i like the art the artwork on it is yeah. nice because it's just fun yeah and it's a nine dollar game and it has really not much to do with poker other than bluffing, bluffing. but yeah. like but just, yeah, a silly, fun card game that should take, like, I'm guessing 20 minutes or so Yeah, to play. It, is, it looks like it would be a quick game. You could, you know, bang yeah. out a few games just for fun and, you know, go on to something else and just yeah. easy. It's small, so it's nice. You could bring it with your places, something oh, totally. quick to it's do. It's a tiny box, yeah. yeah. So, and you could even just take the deck. It's just a small deck of yeah. cards. You could, you could throw an elastic band around it and away you go. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people probably cringe when they hear me say that, but you could yeah. do that. You could throw, <laughs> I cringe when you hear you say throw that. it in your backpack and you could take it away. But yeah, that's cockroach poker. As far as I know, that's roughly how it plays. And I'm looking forward to playing that with the kids and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So, and I'll take this, this will be, I think one that I'll take around with me to a lots of parties and you know, if we ever go yeah. to barbecues or whatever, you know, just easy little t- if barbecues yeah. happen again. Yeah. When, when barbecues happen again. <laughs> But yeah, those are the two new ones to our collection. And so this week, we're not going to talk about crowdfunding. Well, we kind of are. Um, (laughs) Our next segment is actually going to be a Kickstarter preview segment. So let's head on over there and you you can uh, hear all about it. then here we are at our next segment so this like i said is not going to be a crowdfunding segment but it's going to be more of a preview so last week you would have heard us talk about a game that we backed on kickstarter we did and that we thought we were going to be getting a preview copy of this game and we did we did yeah so (laughs) we're going to talk exclusively about that game in this segment um and what game are we going to talk about Anna-Marie? That game is Starship Shuffle, designed by Kyle and Curtis Ahrens and published by A Games. Yes, Starship Shuffle. I just I, I said it last time. I just want to dance whenever I, I do the Starship I, Shuffle. Whenever I look at the box or <laughs> yeah, do the Starship yeah. Shuffle. <laughs> so yeah, we we um, there's a little bit of a strange story behind this scenario that led us to backing this game because we hadn't actually heard about it until. Your friend yeah. mentioned that her friend that she worked with had a game on Kickstarter. Yes. And that we should check it out. So we did. They, they told us the name of it. It's Starship Shuffle. We checked it out on Kickstarter and we looked through it and thought, wow, this looks kind of cool and everything. And there was a lot of neat stuff that they had going on production wise, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we decided to, to back it. And then we thought, well, maybe we can get in touch with them and chat a bit more about this game and see if there's more we could do and we did we talked with them we met with them they they gave us a, a copy of the game a, a nearly complete version of the game but yeah. not uh not quite <laughs> it's like some of the uh components in the box and the instructions and stuff kind of have to be finalized yes but more yeah. or less a 
a really nice copy and working version of the game. So, we are going to talk about this game kind of from start to finish. Kind okay. of like top to bottom what this game is about. It's a good way to go. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is the what is the general theme of this game, Anna-Marie? General, very basic. Um, you are designing, uh, trying to design or build a starship, not design. Yep. Build a starship and then hopefully launch it successfully. Yeah, simple as that. You're trying to follow a blueprint to build this starship rocket and then hopefully launch it with your fingers crossed without things going sideways (laughs) yes which they definitely can um so that's the that's a quick look at the theme so how does this game play Anna Marie okay I'll do my best yeah this one there's there's a bunch of things going on here like don't get me wrong like this was a this caught me off guard. It was it was there was a lot more to this game than I had anticipated. Yeah, I'm very I'm yeah, I'm very pleased with how uh, how it played out, but so you basically you have when you're setting up the game, you've got two areas. You've got your mission control and your mission control is going to have your um, you know, your status cards which allow you to give hints. Yep. And it's going to have your timeline cards um, for when you're launching. Yes. So that's your your mission control. So again, very thematic for launching yeah. and a, they, a yeah. rocket. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. And then the other um, area you're going to have is your production yard, and your production yard is basically where the magic happens. I'd say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> where you get to have the fun building your starship. Yeah, it's kind of like out on the tarmac. Yeah. Is kind of what the feel you get. Absolutely. Yeah, out in the middle of that giant emptiness that surrounds a, you know. A, a launch site. Yes. And you're rolling things around and so you've putting got, things like, together. Pavement areas. You've got bays. So like the bays kind of determine how tall you can build your your structures. Because yep. um, you're going to be building. You have to like in order to launch, you have to build the starship. Yes. But they also have. Um, and is it super heavy? Is that yeah, what it's called? Super heavy or the mega starship? Super heavy. Super yeah, heavy. the super heavy. It's another um, another one you can build as well. And so that one is taller, so you need you know more, um, more like a larger bay yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then in that you also have in that area in the production you also have um, development cards are yep. going to be housed there, and your rocket cards, yep. and your accident cards. Yes. Pointy end up. <laughs> yeah, pointy end up. You got to keep everything pointy end up. There's some great humor. Yeah, um, there's lots of funny input into this game. Funny Just little, text in this. Stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It, the when we played the first time, we it. I mean, it probably took us ten minutes to actually start the game because I was reading. Um, some of the rules and it was just like hold on hold on hold on and did you just say and i'm like yep and we actually looked it up and it is a technical term yeah well this is great i forgot about this and uh okay let me find it now i was just gonna say they could find it for themselves but no i should probably probably find it here but i'll let you look while i talk so that Mm -hmm. i'm not wasting time sorry but we just ended up laughing for like five to ten minutes just about the way that's phrased and and it was te- a technical term so even though you know it's um it, it was about basically a crash but it's not a crash there's a very technical term for it so yeah i'm looking for it yeah here. we'll we'll come back to that but anyway so you've got your board set up in those two with those two areas um with your mission control and your production yard and then <laughs> okay i found it <laughs> okay. so 
in the event that you end up um, not successfully launching your rocket, they call it um, they call it a rapid unscheduled disassembly, a rud. <laughs> Instead of a explosion, it's a rapid unscheduled disassembly. I did not get it until just that second when you said it that that's what rud stood for. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Anna Marie. It's so funny. <laughs> But man, that made me laugh. We had to Google it and be like, is that an actual term or are these guys just making this up? No, no, that's an actual, actual like, term. Like they, they don't call it an explosion or a crash or a, a major whatever. It's that <laughs> rapid, run, unscheduled, rapid, unscheduled disassembly. disassembly. <laughs> yes. But, Which is fantastic. Yes. But we digress. There's lots of stuff like that. <laughs> but, but yeah, everyone has a, gets a blueprint card basically to show you what um what pieces you need to build mm-hmm. your starship or um the super heavy and then it's uh, your turn is basically well on your turn you're going to have what four cards four in options hand? um it depends on how many players you can yeah. either have four or five and the neat thing is that you do not look at your cards so your rocket cards which are the different pieces of the the um rocket you put them facing all the other players yeah and so they can see your hand but you can't right you can Um, see everyone else's hands but your own yeah when you get development cards you look at them and don't show them but it's really neat so that you can see everybody else's cards and um that's where the hints come into play Mm -hmm. so on your turn you can either give a hint you can discard a rocket card um so giving a hint is basically looking at you know one of the other players and saying hmm okay you have three fins or you have one engine yeah the rocket cards in your hand are the parts of the ships but you don't know which ones you have in your hand and you have to assemble these you're trying to build the ship in an order so you engine on the bottom yes an engine on the bottom middle then there's barrels like the the, like the cylinders that make up the body of the rocket and then there's fins that have to go in various places and you have to assemble this thing in the correct order so you can't just be throwing things down yeah you have to give each other's hints as to what is actually in your hand so that because if you um if you place something incorrectly you have to discard it and then you take one of your accident cards you switch it from pointy end up to pointy end down yes and (laughs) And if you get if you have three pointy ends down you lose the game (laughs) <laughs> and there's only a limited amount of hints you can give out. There's five of them. Six. Or six of them that yeah. start out on the uh, on the table. And as you use them, you're, you're going to start losing them. You can get them back. But, yeah, you don't you don't have many options to give hints. So you yeah. want to kind of tell someone, you have, Anna Marie, I want to let you know you have three engines in your hand. And she can be like, she can make an educated guess on, on her next turn if she wants to play a card down, that she can play a, an engine, and that it will be likely... That she's going to play an engine, and she could play it on the, in the correct spot on the table, right. and then we can start building the the uh, the ship from there. Yeah. So yeah, on your first, like, so on your turn, you can either give a hint, um, you can discard a rocket card. Now that would typically happen um, when you need to recover some hints. So yep. let's say you've given out six hints, you can discard one of your rocket cards at random, so you don't know what you're getting rid of, but then you can flip over a hint, so you can give another one. Yeah. You so you get, kind of you get can them gain back. one of your hint counters back yeah so that it can be the next player can use it or you can use it on your next turn or or whatever yeah so then you um and then also on your turn one of the other things other options you could build join 
or move rocket cards. Yep. So in the, so th- when you start out the game, you have like a pavement bay and a mid bay. So one yep. can stack three high, one can stack four high. Um, once you build, um, then you you at the end of your turn, you'll fill up, you'll at, take a rocket card. So you'll go back up to the amount of cards you should have. Plus you also get to pick up a development card. Development cards are really cool because they're going to give you maybe additional bays. Yep. So you can build up taller or have extra spots where you can try to put out pieces, especially if you don't, you can't figure out what's in your hand. Yep. And, um, and then, uh, you know, if you put, put a card down in a bay, on the next turn, somebody else could do that same action, but move a card. So move it to where it, you know, should fit in. Yeah, because if you, if you, you know, take a chance in your hand and you throw down, you play uh, one of your rocket cards, but it turns out that it's a fin and you, you placed it on like our existing rocket. Existing rocket and you got to move it from, from one place to another. So you have to, somebody has to use an action to move that fin yeah. out of there. And so the more bays you have, the better. So the more cards you play, the better because you get the uh the development cards which can be more bays so you kind of got to take some chances in yeah, this game absolutely. to uh, to get it rolling and once you've you know you've got four or five six bays out there and then you've got lots of room to to take more chances and place more things down to have a better chance of building your rocket absolutely and the development the development cards they give you bays they also give you um some instant cards that you can play, which can be yes. good or bad. Yep. They can they can add rocket cards back into the deck from the discard pile, or they can take rocket cards, you know, off of your po- the rocket cards into the discard. That's a, the ticking time bomb. Also, for the end of the game, if you run out of um, rocket cards to draw, game over. Yeah, um, or if you have three pointy ends down. Yes. So if you screw up three things that you cannot fix by movement or, or whatever. And those are all pre-launch. Yeah. Um, those are all, yeah, before scenarios. you even start launching, you can, <laughs> you can lose. But if you do make it through, well, actually some of the, the, the launch uh, or the, the development, uh, development cards. cards, you're going to end up laying them down. There's specific cards, um, that are going to be laid down on the, the mission control, which we can explain later, but they're going to help you in that. Yeah. So yeah, some of the development phase. cards are going to be helping you for phase two, some of them are going to be instants that give you things good or bad. Some of them are going to be more bays that you can lay out to help help uh, yeah. give you more room to start building things. And yeah, and a lot of how your game goes depends on timing of those developing oh, very cards. Much so. <laughs> and whether or not I should use my round to give someone a hint so they have a better idea what's in their hand, or should I take a chance of what I have in my hand because yeah. I have a pretty good idea what I have in my hand? Because there's some like there's some of those development cards that allow you to just say. Uh, Anna Marie, you can look at three cards from your hand, yep. and I'll I'll take three out and show them to her, and she can look at them and then she can put them back into her hand. Yeah, that is super so that, huge yeah. at times. So, and then there's some that allow for a full hand. I think. Yep. Yeah. But yep. But yeah, lots so it's of very good ones, cool. Lots of bad ones. Um, but that's another. And then the other thing you can do, the last thing you can do on your turn is to play a development card. So yep. if it's not one of the instant ones, then you can play out that development card. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anytime you build, you're going to get to pick up a development card, which yes. is nice. And then another action would be to to play it. So you get one action per turn. One of those four actions you can yep. do. One action, and then it's on to the next person, and round uh, yeah. and round and, and round you just you keep go. going. And it's uh, yeah, and you just figuring out how you're going to do it. So that part is super fun. You do that until hopefully you've built you've built the at starship. Least your starship. Yeah, you have to build the starship to be able to move on to phase two, which is the launch phase. But, but if you manage to also build the super heavy, yes, you get 
it, or it, it works more in your benefit. Yes, you yes. can. Yeah, it'll give you. Um, not actually 100 percent sure on 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 how it. I think it just gives you more like power, or it's like extra. Um, I'll have to look more into that part, but <laughs> yeah. but I think it helps with um, with the launch phase if you have the super heavy because it gives you um, more chance of, of it gives you of, more um, more chance of getting your starship into yes, space. We'll it, say yes, exactly. <laughs> it helps you launching uh, your starship have a successful launch. Yes. Um, so in the second phase, how does this work? Can you can you explain this? Yeah. So the launch phase is super yeah, once, quick. Yeah, once you've completed <laughs> your starship and or, or not and or. You have to do your starship. your, yeah. possibly your super heavy. super heavy, you move on to phase two. So in the launch phase, um, there are no, it's like you're not doing turns anymore. You're kind of doing this all together. Yeah, um, you're kind of just, you're all kind of sitting in mission control, <laughs> pushing yeah. buttons and... Hoping exactly. to pull off this proper launch. Yes. In a certain sequence. <laughs> so hopefully during your phase one, um, you... Which is the fuel up and ignition, which is phase one. Yeah, sorry, I meant like phase one of the game, not oh, like the yes. build phase. That's oh, what I should have said. Yes. Hopefully during your build phase, you've been able to get out um, some development cards that have um, underneath each of now what you're saying, phase one, two, phase three, one four, cards, five. Phase two cards, yeah, laid out onto of your, the table. Yeah, of your launch. the five different phases of the launch. Because if you have those development cards, they're going to give you some bonuses. Yes. So Which are crucial. Crucial. So you've got your launch cards. It's basically putting into effect fail safes along yes. the way to make the launch Successful. It's also super thematic. Yeah. Like it's oh, yeah. very it's like cool. You're adding like what's this one here? This one beside me is a uh, cryoproofing. It's a cryogenic test confirmed structural integrity integrity using low temperature propellants. So it's just like all these technical terms on cards that you just lay down on top of those f- one of those five yeah. parts of the sequence of the launch to hopefully if you pull a bad card when you're getting through that section, it can negate Exactly. That bad thing from happening. So when you're when you're starting the launch phase, in your launch cards, you've got three rud cards. Yep. Which is rapid unscheduled <laughs> disassembly. Yep. If you forgot. If you pull it out and you don't have a failsafe in place, boom. Boom. Yep. <laughs> so when you start off with the launch phase, you make sure that you have three red cards and seven normal cards in yes. your launch deck. You which shuffle means them up. If you pull one you're okay. You've made it through phase A nominal, yes. yes. So when you, so you start with those 10 cards are all shuffled up. Yep. Now, if in the build phase you were able to, let's say, um, pull out um, two of your, or put development two cards. development cards attached to that phase one, yep. um, the first development card allows you to take an additional nominal card yep. and shuffle it into your launch deck. So now you'll have eight normal cards and three red cards. Then uh, you get somebody to pull a card at random. at random. And you're hoping to pull a normal. And if you did, you move on to the second stage. However, if you pulled a red, if you had a second development card on that um, stage, you could negate the red right. and pull again. Yes. And if you got a normal, then you could move on to the second phase. On. And that's how they work. They go like that. There's um, five stages. There's... The orbital launch, or of the orbital launch, there's fuel up and ignition. There's ascent. There is, what is that? Starship. Yep. Ignition and orbit. 
Oh, ignition and orbit. And then what's over there? There's starship reentry and glide, and then flip and land. Yep. Now in the in the third and fourth, if you were lucky enough to build your super heavy, there is also the option here where you would launch the super heavy. Yes. So you would get, um, yeah. If you if you pulled a red for your um, like super heavy, you could still have the chance of pulling a nominal for your yeah your starship so um that's where this side i think with the the super heavy gives you that extra chance if you pull a bad one you still have a chance of yes of going forward so yeah, but yeah it, so. it's hilarious because you can it's just fun I, I the one thing that i well not one thing one thing i really liked about this game is you work so hard in your first phase in your build phase oh yeah and you're like stressing and like oh my gosh how am i going to give him the right hint and just having fun with that part and then you get to the launch phase and it's like and it's, a, a pull of a, a blind knows? pull, yeah. right? You've hopefully mitigated, crossed, right? but it's fun. You, uh, our first game we played, round one, phase one. Destroyed. Rud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fun. It was funny. It was just hilarious because oh, yeah. you've worked it up and you're like, all right, you I've got such good the, odds. Sitting there in mission control, <laughs> watching the rocket take off and like, no. no. <laughs> well, that was for nothing. And then another game, we actually, we made we, it to, no, we made it to the fifth one. Yeah, we pulled normal, 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 normal. And then on the last one, we didn't have any of the uh, development cards. On our last so we were, one, we're yeah. Like, well, I mean, hopefully, just yeah. the, everything's in uh, the... Uh, on our side as far as chance and sure enough rud. boom rud so just as it was landing so it had made it had made a successful fuel and ignition successful ascent successful ignition and orbit successful re-entry and then on landing it exploded yeah unsuccessful yeah. flip and land <laughs> yes so oh, we had it was a ton really cool. of fun playing yeah. it really so that's kind of how the game works um so let's talk about the theme. Does the theme lend well to this card game? Absolutely. Yeah, incredibly well. Absolutely. Yes. I, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, I was going to say it's like it was designed for this game. <laughs> but no, really it was, right? No, like it, this, it works incredibly well. These guys are all about they, rockets and all about... They well, set out to design a, a rocket, like a Starship building and game, and they did. did it. They nailed it. And they used these weird mechanics, like the uh, the... The not seeing your hand and everyone else seeing yeah. your hand. Uh, what's that other game that that they they said uh, Hanabi, I think. That's it. Yeah, where you you yeah you don't see your hand, but everyone else does, yeah. and giving each other hints and like hoping that you're putting the right oh it was a pieces great in, mechanic in the, to use in the right spot. Yeah. So the, yeah, the first phase of the game is completely different than the second phase. It's like two games leading to one goal. It's really really neat, and um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of. Um, cool when you actually get your rocket built on oh, your table so because it's about table. two and a half feet long sitting there on your yeah on your table all put together and built and you feel like all right we got this thing built now let's hopefully we laid down enough fail safes to, to do the launch and you go through the launch and you yeah you're you're trying your best <laughs> and yeah no it's the the theme is 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 spot on it's yeah. absolutely spot on what can we say about the components so the cards, I mean, they said that the they're pretty close. Like, these cards are good quality. So oh, yeah. No, I, I, and I uh, believe these are the final 
pretty uh, close quality of card. Yeah. It might not be the final art. I don't remember, but the cards are great. Or there might be more added or whatever, but yeah. they're um, it is good quality cards, so yeah. that's nice. Yeah, and the box we have is just a uh, kind of a mock box and mock um, instructions. Yeah. So those are going to be quite different, but um, as far as we can tell, the, the components yeah. are going to be great. I mean, it is just a card game, so it's going to be yep. cards in a in a box similar and from what i can tell of the box it's going to be kind of a similar sized box to like the mind yeah where you got like two decks beside each other two decks side by side um nice compact yeah it's you know that classic card game box that they've been coming out with with like six nymph and and stuff like that yeah so yeah the size and the and everything should be should be great um what about the artwork did we say the artwork the artwork is really really good there's some funny artwork oh, yeah. in it. There's like They're... pictures of. I'm pretty sure like this guy's one of their friends. There's a dog in. <laughs> I think it's a meme. I think this dog is from a meme. I want to say. So I think that's a bit well, of a, yeah. a, a a funny one. But yeah, the yeah. art looks really good. Um, the art from the box that we even have looks fine. Um, yep. It's. Just, I just know that that's not. The it's kind of like copy. the on, on the um, Kickstarter page. It's yeah, kind of yeah, like it shows. Yeah, you can see it on there. the Kickstarter mm-hmm. um, page. And speaking of that, on their page. Um, they talk about, so when we're talking components, that they are talking about um, their environmental commitments. And that's towards the lower end of the page. You can see what they're talking about here. And they, they've mentioned a lot of good things. So um, all of their cards, their boxes, uh, and manuals will be all completely made of recycled paper. Um, Perfect. All of their backers, or the majority of their backers, they're counting on coming from North America. So this game is going to be produced in Florida, mm-hmm. and it's going to be shipped from Florida. So this stuff's not coming from overseas. I haven't seen shipping that low ever. Yeah, what was it, $5? I think it was 7 Yeah. <laughs> 6 so, or $7. Yeah, the shipping for this game is going to be $7. Like, Canadian. That was so nice. Mind you. Such a nice change. Yeah, so, for, <laughs> so about 5 bucks American yeah. would be that. And... Um, they also said that the all of the funds that they raise above their campaign goal will have 10% of that number given to Preemptive Love, a charity that provides food, shelter, and medical relief to those caught in the violence of war-torn nations. So awesome. It's like, yeah. So, I mean, these guys are are doing something really noble here. And really cool. Yeah. Um, really, really cool. So... We can't say enough good things about this game. This this kind of game, this it kind of fell onto our laps. Yeah, and I'm and, so glad it did. You know, like you've got oh, yeah. these two brothers who are both ex aerospace engineers turned yeah. educators, right? Like high school teachers, and that just love rockets and space exploration. Simple, you know, like they and you can see it. You can see that they love it because this game is it looks like a labor of love that's turned yeah, out really I, well. It's a passion project, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And they've they've seen it through, and they've done this all on their own. They've designed it on their own. They've they've spent their money to produce it. Um, they're 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 just yeah. This is a pure passion project, and yeah. it's really cool. Like I I was able to meet Kyle. Uh, he's the one that was uh, that handed over the the copy that we have, and he's a super nice guy. And yeah, I couldn't be happier to be talking about this game. Absolutely. Um, so it's nice and local, Canadian it's local. made. It's Canadian. <laughs> well, Canadian, uh, like, designers. Oh, and yeah, Canadian designers. Yeah, and, um, very cool. Yeah, these guys know what they're talking about. They are aerospace engineers. Um, and, like, so everything on here is is really cool. It's just, it's neat to look at. It's stuff that I, 
<laughs> I like seeing the the terminology and the yeah, the exactly. technical terms because and and it doesn't because I don't know like anything know about nothing, aerospace you know? engineering. So for me, I was kind of like, oh, is that gonna is it gonna be too sciencey and too? And it's not. And it's not at no. all. Like it. No, you can just take their word for it when you read one of these oh, cards. Yeah. Where it just says something and... Oh, I laughed. I would just laugh when I'd read them because I don't know what they mean, but... Yeah, it, like, <laughs> it, I mean, they all are very scientific, but you can just be like, okay, that sounds right. Like, it sounds like it makes sense, you yes. know? So well, it's, you not know, like, yeah. it's not like way over your head that none, like, this is a different language. No. No, it just may, you know... But so the blueprints it's, it's are nice enough. and clear. The cards are just, uh, like, the when you're building, the build cards are nice and clean. Like, they just... It, yeah. It lays yeah, out nice very on the cool. table. Yeah. It's great. So, I mean, yeah, we we just want to promote this game. We're hoping that uh, a few people out there that hear this might want to run to their Kickstarter page right now. And I think there are, as of right now, when we are recording, which is Monday, the, the 13th, 13th of, of September, September 2021, 2021 <laughs> um, yeah. there are seven days left. So tomorrow, probably when, you know, people will be starting to listen, there'll be six days left. So yeah, you want to go to the Kickstarter page, take a look, Starship Shuffle. Awesome yeah. game. Great game to support. Support, support these guys. These guys. Um, yeah. It's not expensive. It's fun. It's a small card game. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Um, and yeah, no, we're, that's, uh, that's yeah. about all we can talk about for Starship Shuffle, uh, which is on Kickstarter right now. So yeah, uh, Dance pause, my this, pause this uh, <laughs> podcast and go over to their Kickstarter page and back this game and then come back and hear the rest. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good so, plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we just want to thank them for sending us the copy and yeah, doing all this stuff. Yeah, trusting us to, to take a, a look fun. at it and yeah. and play it out. And we're excited to get our copy. Yes. With the final the final everything, you know, it's going to be nice. So we're we're looking forward to that. Um, but now we are going to head over to the end topic, <laughs> which is going to be another Meeple Dungeon review. review. Let's head on over there now. <laughs> then here we are at our final topic of the podcast um and this is going to be a another meeple dungeon review and what game are we going to be reviewing Marie? kabuto sumo designed by tony miller art by quanche moria and published by boardgametables.com yes 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 kabuto sumo so this game we backed on kickstarter uh, well, whenever that was, I want to say it was mm, about eight, nine, ten months ago, maybe something quite like that. quite a while, yeah. Um, and I was super excited because I'd been following Tony on Twitter, uh, well, forever, mm -hmm. but he, um, I'd been watching this game come to life on Twitter with his very first iterations of it, where he was, well, we'll get to that. But <laughs> I, I got to see the very, very first uh, iterations of this where he was just cutting out things yeah. and he had wooden things and just like really funny because it was just super super ultra prototype and then i saw like the next version and the next version yeah. and then i saw that he got it signed and then when i saw it going to kickstarter and it had like the art and everything mm -hmm. attached to it, it was like oh this game came together like exactly how i kind of pictured it too so that when, being said when you showed it to me 
um, the first thing that I thought of was our oldest really loves Pokemon. Yeah. And uh, there's this Pokemon oh, yeah. that's called Kabutops. That's right. And I, I'm like, Kabuto Sumo. And I saw the, you know, the art. I'm like, that looks like Kabutops. It's a beetle. Right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's going to love this. <laughs> so that being said, what is the theme of this? So this is um, about sumo wrestling beetles. Yes. <laughs> it's that simple. It's it's beetles dressed up in sumo outfits and, and even like WWE style oh. wrestling attire. Very um, cool. Clever names. That, that are sumo wrestling is what they're doing on the top of a log. Yes. Is what like a <laughs> like a cut off stump. Three D is, is what their what yeah. their their sumo wrestling ring is a is a cut off stump. So with that theme in mind, let's talk about uh, how this game plays. So what it is, is you have, everybody selects a beetle wrestler. Yes. And you have a card in front of you, and you're going to have the the wooden uh, uh, beetle, and then you're going to decide if it's a two-player game, three-player game, or four-player game, because you're going to set up the board in one of three different ways, depending. Right. If it's two-player, you set it up one way three player another four another um and what you're doing is you're you have a you have a cardboard uh stump (laughs) that you're putting that's your board and it's kind of a 3d stump you kind of put together it's really really neat and you you set that on the table and you put uh on top of that stump it's going to be a whole bunch of wooden discs there's going to be three different sizes of disc in various arrangements arrangements on the board and then your beetles your wooden beetles put into various spots. Yeah. And that's how the game begins. So you, yeah. you set it up like that. Then, and so he did say discs. So yes, they're they are all, discs. aside from your beetles, they're all circular. Circular, round, slippery discs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And what you're going to do is we're going to leave the uh, the side powers because every every um, beetle has its own power. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to put those. that to the side for a minute. But uh, so, but the, 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 meat of the game is you're going to have this little branch that comes off of the stump that you can pick up and move and you can move it on anywhere on the stump you want yeah. and what you're going to do is every every beetle also starts with a starting set of discs yeah and you're going to take one of those discs and you're going to put it on the branch and you're going to slide that disc in one direction in one direction as straight as you can manage off of the branch and onto the log and when you're doing that you're going to be pushing against yeah, yeah all the other round wooden discs on the stump, and they're going to start yeah, displacing and moving around, and things are going to start shifting and pushing, and everything's going to start moving around. And so your goal is to knock, uh, as in sumo wrestling, is to knock off your opponent off of the ring. Yes. So you're trying to physically push your opponent's beetle off the board by using these discs, pushing them into each other. Yeah, and I'm not a physics major, but man, trying to figure out the angles for how to properly push a circle, like a round disc into another round oh, disc so to like get the results I want. Yeah. Not easy. <laughs> no, not easy at all. You sit there and you stare and you're like, okay, if this one, if I this push is this totally one, like gonna this work. one, that one's going to move over there and it's going to push that one. But then... Yeah, you come that up totally with your whole plan, <laughs> and you just slide it in. You're like, "Well, no, that's going way over there," and then that's spinning around and doing this stuff, and it's just it's awesome. Yeah, it's such a neat neat idea, uh, really really cool and so unique. Oh yeah. Um, so that's the basics of it. Is you're you're going to be on your turn, 
pushing one disc into the pile yep. <laughs> and hoping that you can knock the your opponent's beetle off the other side yes. or in some fashion by moving these discs around. As as other discs fall off the table or fall off oh, the yes. stump. Um, so if you push a disc on and other discs fall off, you get those discs to in turn yes. um, push on your turn, like on a future turn. Um, because if you run out of discs to push, you lose. You lose. Via submission. Yes. As he says. <laughs> yes. So... Yeah, you, that's 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 the basics of the game. It's it's really simple. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, each each wrestler does have its own special power. Some um, will have uh, different pieces that you can add to the board. Actually, they all have. They all have uh, a, different piece, a different piece, and they all and those, get added at different times. They all get yeah. They get added in different ways, different, different conditions times, to add them, and they do different things. Yes. Like one guy's a dung beetle, yeah, and you just get this giant round piece of poo yeah. that you put on there. <laughs> Luckily, it's not brown; it's like bright orange. So yeah. they, they made a good call there. But then you push that thing on there, and it's just huge. It's way bigger disc than any than any other any one. other disc yeah. on the on the table. But it's really hilarious that way. Um, and then there's a like there's a one guy called the Pebble. Yes, and he's supposed to be like the Rock, yep. right? But he's the Pebble, and he's and got he's like got a wrestling a, belt, like a WWE Championship belt, <laughs> and you can put that onto the into the mix and if it gets knocked off the board he they gets get an automatic a, turn a, a right turn away immediately yeah. and yeah just wild neat things like that so yeah that's how kabuto sumo works so let's revisit the theme does the theme lend well to this game absolutely absolutely you've got this like wrestle sumo wrestling like circle yep and it's beetles doing the exact same thing and oh yeah, like the fact that he had a submission, yep, win or a submission loss, depending on how you looked at it, that's mm-hmm. a, that's hilarious. The yep. fact that he like thought of that. I, I'll I'll say, I don't know if I've ever seen a game with a theme work as well as this. I don't know, like I can't think of a better way to to have themed this game. No, I just can't see it. I don't like when you, I don't know how he thought of this. Oh no, he's a brilliant guy because he that's. Just, hilarious but it just i just think that this theme is one of the best uh combinations of gameplay and theme put together that i've ever played it totally feels like you have a beetle yes on this tree stump and he's trying to push the other beetle off it's that simple yeah and that's what sumo wrestling is it's two guys well yeah they can't do tag team sumo wrestling like you can in here which is pretty awesome we should say we've played with all the different player counts and even up to four players, this is awesome. You have four beetles on the board, and you're you Playing each have teams. your four different powers on there, yeah. and you got all kinds of crazy things going on. Really, really good. But yeah, theme wise, I don't know if I've played a game with a better uh, combination of gameplay and theme working hand in hand like this game does. It's absolutely awesome theme. Yes. Um, that being said, there's the art. So the art is by Quanche Moria of many, 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 many games <laughs> uh, fame this guy has done. and Very cool it's art. amazingly <laughs> the good. The color. I love the colors. It's so good. The color. It's just, yeah. The, the it's actual, bright and vibrant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, yeah, it's very bright and vibrant, but also. Still earthy. Woodsy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And. And it just it it's awesome. His his the 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 versions of the wrestlers that he drew out, yeah. like, they all look hilarious and like they all have 
personalities and they all look like different versions of different types of beetles like yep. stag horns and yep. all these different guys looks awesome like comic book great like this could make you could make kabuto sumo like a comic book you know like yeah. these all look like characters this or a movie you know like it just looks like these could be characters from a like a, a, a pixar show. movie yeah. or something you know awesome art i can't say enough good things about it honestly really really great uh, i don't know how much more to say about it but the the art is fantastic yes and i didn't I expect agree. less because when i heard that moria was going to be the one on this i knew it was going to be fantastic and sure enough, it's it is. It's really, really good. So, the components themselves, awesome. Wooden, awesome. Wooden, uh, wooden discs, wooden beetles, wooden dung. Yeah, dung <laughs> you know, yeah. All the extra pieces, like yep. yeah, very sturdy. The, even the um, the stump the is stump sturdy. Is awesome. Like just the cardboard put yep. together. It's it didn't. That was never a reason for for um a piece falling off no and i was going to say very sturdy the branch that you have yeah. to move around and that you're, so you're sliding your disc from the branch onto the stump and they are so precise that yeah. we the you'd think that your little disc might get caught in between like they wouldn't be perfectly yeah. level but they are yeah they're perfectly level and that disc slides perfectly nicely yeah. over top from transferring from the branch to the board Every time, every time, there's no lip never get, that it catches on. Right, if you because yeah. if you in this scenario, if you kept getting caught on it, you'd start shifting things around. You could yeah. ruin the game by accidentally knocking three or four things off the board. Yeah. Where were those? We don't know, but it never happens. So, however they designed these two pieces to meet together at absolute flush yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah, bang for on. cardboard, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like you're talking millimeters they had to work with, and they nailed it. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. It actually looks like a stump. Yep. But it also looks kind of like a sumo ring. So mm. it's pretty cool. And the yeah the 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 discs are nice big pieces of wood that are yep. stained in dark brown, light brown, and which like is a, also also cool. I love that the they forest used green. I love that they used wood yep. with the earthy colors as opposed to plastic. Like oh, it absolutely. it just it again lent well and worked yep. well with that. With and the, theme. the the little beetles themselves are yep. great. The little extra bits are great. The cards are great quality. The box is great quality. Um, the yeah. insert is fine. It's actually <laughs> like, well, the thing is, like when you put ho- this ring together, together, you can flip it upside down, put it inside the box, and then you can put all the, the bits inside. and pieces inside yeah. the stump. So like they thought of everything. Like you don't have to take anything apart. Everything gets put together and fits right back in the box. Perfectly fine. So... Yeah, we can agree that the components yep. are Love it. really, really good. Um, but then we have our recommendation. So we have to decide whether or not we recommend this game or not. And if so, who do we recommend it for? I would recommend the game. I had a lot of fun playing it. I, um, I when I it was deceptive though. When I first when we played our first game of it, I was like, oh man, this is going to be over in like two minutes. You're going to knock me off. Like right away, and it was not quick. Like it was, it was longer. I don't know what what they say the suggested time is on there, but it was like it says fifteen to twenty. Yeah, I guess that's about right. Maybe a little bit longer for our first couple, because I guess it just depends on you're it trying really to like depends. get your angle and if your angles work. And it was that surprised me, and it wasn't a bad surprise. It was an interesting one because I was um, I was expecting it to be over playing like three or four games. 
you know, it kind of in a row. And I was like, wow, this took a lot, you know, longer than I was expecting. Yep. But I, I enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed, um, so it played well at two players, but I really enjoyed four players. I liked partnering with somebody and I liked having that extra, like the four different superpowers in play. And so it, yeah, it, it's good at, at those different player counts. So, yeah. I would fully agree with you. I would highly, highly recommend this game. Um, I think it's good for pretty much anybody. This could be a kid's game. Yes. This could be... Yeah, you could play with kids because there aren't really any rules. It's just no, like, it's put simple. this here, push, push it on, and try to knock the other it's one so off. It's so simple. That's all it is. Um, but you got to think of strategy. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, the game is... Top to bottom, this game is an absolute phenomenal um, production. Yeah. Uh, from from the game itself to the art to the components uh, to the box, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, the gameplay is incredible. Like she said, it it says fifteen to twenty minutes, but we took probably a good half hour on our first one. Oh yeah. Um, but it it turns into a chess match. Yeah. And it gets so stressful too because you're like. You're pushing and pushing and pushing, and you just about get them off the board. But then it's their turn now, and they come back yeah. and they're pushing back, and now your guy is almost off the board. And then you got to think, oh, I'm running out of pieces. I can't just concentrate on pushing him off because I got to get some more pieces. Because if I don't and I run out of pieces, I'm going to lose. Yes. So you got to think of of that when you're playing. But no, I agree with you. The two player was great. really really good, but the four player was super interesting. Yeah. Because the four different player powers that were coming into effect. And, and like when I'm trying to push off, uh, you know, the blue beetle, but you're beside him. It's like, Oh yeah. man, I'm trying to push him off. Cause that's my best bet right now, but you're close to him. So I got to like, I try don't want to push you off as well. Right. Like I'm trying yeah. not to push you or, and then you inadvertently push like one direction over the, over the table and then way over to the right hand side, <laughs> things are starting to spin around and knock yeah. into each other. And so it's like stuff happens yeah. on there that you can't even control sometimes. Oh, it's really crazy. Sometimes that's like all the time. <laughs> yeah. But it like, was fun. Things like on the other side of the board that you wouldn't even think were connected to what you were pushing exactly. end up bumping into each other and, and like, spinning around. How did around. that happen? Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> how did that happen? Oh, yeah. No, I, I highly, highly recommend yeah. Kabuto Sumo. Um, it was a Kickstarter. I don't know when or if it's going to retail. I have no idea. I um, can't imagine this not being in retail. I, I hope so. I hope a I lot hope of people be. can get to this game because uh, yeah. it's it's great. It is it's, great. It's a great game to play like if, a few times in a night. We've said this before, but this this is a, a multi-purpose game. It can be used in any scenario. Uh, you, if you want to play a quick half an hour game, well, let's bust out Kabuto Sumo. Uh, do we do we have people coming over tonight and they're not going to be here for another hour? Let's play Kabuto Sumo. If we've already played uh, a game tonight, you know, we played whatever, and then <laughs> no one wants to go home just yet. Kabuto Sumo. Let's play Sumo. Kabuto Sumo. Let's do a good one. <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter if you have two, three, or four players over. Yeah. Every game's great. So, yeah, we can't recommend this game highly enough, I think. Yeah, um, I like so, the Tony Miller, hopefully you're listening. Um, phenomenal job. And uh, can't wait for more from him. Yeah, this was great. Yeah, so I think that brings us to the end of episode five. Yeah. And this has been an interesting one. Um, talked about a couple of games we got uh, new to the collection. We got to do that Kickstarter Starship preview Shuffle. for Starship Shuffle. You go out and check out that Kickstarter page. You won't regret it. 
And then, yeah, getting to do a full-on review of Kabuto Sumo, one of our new favorite games in the collection. It's been a great week for that. So, yeah, I think we're going to head on out here. And, um, yeah, we will... uh, Oh, yeah, you can uh, check us out on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, our YouTube channel, The Meeple Dungeon. (laughs) Um, You can contact us for any reason, whether you want to give us some feedback or you uh, are interested in us reviewing a game for you uh, at you can get us at the meeple dungeon at gmail.com and that's about it so we're gonna head out we will see you next week cheers have a great week bye bye